Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Imposter Syndrome Part Two DC Fandom Does anybody really care? We do Imposter Syndrome Part Two DC Fandom Ready to go Boom Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. On, <laughs> I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Oh wow! <laughs> I giggle because we were just talking about how brilliant Lauren is. Guys, I'm sorry. I don't like I don't tell him to start these episodes like this. I will take it because let's be honest in our day to day lives right now. How many of us get any sort of compliments or accolades? So I'm going to take it. That's true. I try to shower as many people as possible with love, kindness and care because that's the kind of person that I am. I'm not loving. kind. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you are. You're like you're you're like a, a, a secret sweetheart, right? You you are you're like one of the nicest sweetest people in the world, mm. but like your exterior, you could be, you could just look like the most evil, <laughs> un, it, like just unapproachable person ever. Like you literally, it's if you have like resting bitch face. Oh my god, your resting bitch face is like solid. I have like resting dick face. I don't know why. I just kind of have that. <laughs> I just have that face. It's a weird way to start out the show. You know what? We're here. It's 2020. Welcome. Yeah, you. It's it's like a box of like what do they say? It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. That's very true. You know what we're gonna get though? We're gonna get this upcoming weekend, which will have just passed when this airs. The DC fandom. That's what we're gonna get. 
Unenthusiastic. Yeah, exactly. Unenthusiastic woos. Which is basically like their panel at Comic-Con, but instead of Comic-Con, it's open to the public like via Zoom. That's basically what it is. And they're going to have like some Batman stuff, some Justice League, Snyder Cut stuff. Is it free? It is. They're they're like, everybody's welcome, which I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm definitely going to check it out and I'll let Lauren know how terrible it is because the animation is going to be dope, I'm sure. Snyder Cut. All right. I already saw the movie. It was awful. And even the Snyder parts, you could tell which ones are his because it's all dark. It was, it was all right at best. So I'll take that burden, Lauren. I'll watch it. I'll keep you updated. I'll, I'll fill you on how it goes. And then so then we were talking about, well, we'll just talk about like our day to days, you know, how, how we're coping with this stuff. This is going to be my contribution to DC because we talked about this in that one episode we had to record twice and it didn't make no, it. <laughs> Wait, are we recording? Yeah, we are. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I will only do, I'm going to give a shout out to actually a friend of mine. Her name is Karen Obilom. Oh my God. I, I totally said, I butchered that, that last name. I am so sorry. But she is actually part of the DCU. So Ooh. that is a friend of mine or Ooh. acquaintance of mine. We worked together in a series. It was a vampire series. I was oh. a vampire. We got to beat each other up on, on set and she got to kill me. Ooh. Wait, d- does she understand how lucky she was that it was like that you guys were acting that she dodged a bullet? Does she know that? I mean, maybe she's very sweet. She's a very nice lady. Um, she plays Ronnie Evers on Doom Patrol. So wait, we wait, we briefly touched on this. I love Doom Patrol. I'm like the biggest fan. It's like the Guardians of the Galaxy for DC. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's everything that you want DC to be. It's weird. It's strange. It's bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's heart. It's heartfelt. It's it's heartwarming. I, I really, really love it. And I, I think she's in season two. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'm just wrapping up season one and I am a fan. So, yes. If you guys haven't watched Doom Patrol, look out for season two. My friend is in there. Her name's Karen. And it was her birthday this week. So, oh, well, uh, happy belated happy birthday. birthday, Karen. Also, Lauren gave you a birthday gift by not murdering you when you guys were doing your fight scene. Just pointed that out. Just pointed that out. <laughs> so there you go, guys. There is my one. There is my connection to the DCU. and. There is a connection coming to the Marvel universe. I can't talk about it yet. And even just about it. Wait, can you you tell me about it off air? I can tell you some of it, but even I don't have full details. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) Wait. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Where's your cliffhanger? All right, guys. Let the wild speculation begin. (laughs) Lauren is going to be in the Eternals. Lauren is going to marry Bucky. Lauren has made the goats, Bucky, Captain America, and Stucky happen somehow. Oh, I told you, wild speculation. Let's make it happen. I'm down. So yes, we will. We will. We will wrap back around that when I'm allowed to talk about that. Ooh, I'm so happy. I'm excited. I like. I like insider information. I do. You know. It is yeah, fun. I like to. I like this is what's great about living in L.A. So basically you can go to any store and at any point run into a celebrity and then you can then harass said celebrities about, you know, the things that they're doing. I ran into Mac from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. at Target and he's like the nicest dude. Can I tell you it's really weird? He was so nice that it was almost awkward leaving. It was such like a heartfelt meeting where it was like, oh, like literally we can still keep on going. And I don't have to feel rushed to finish this out. But I was like, 
I'm going to leave now, but I still feel like he still wanted to talk. It was so it was so weird, but he's such a nice guy. And I was asking yeah. him, I was like, is there going to be like a crossover with the movies? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? And he was like, well, and then, you know, he was like, we really want it. There's some stuff behind the scenes, this, that, and the other. I was like, oh, I love insider information. It makes me feel awesome. So I'm going to bother you nonstop about what you know. Very true how you can run into people. I think my latest celebrities that I have run into was three last year were Amanda Seyfried at a coffee Ooh, shop like in her. LA. She's very nice. And it was confirmed by the barista that she's a regular there and she's very nice at the coffee shop. Sharon Osborne, super sweet oh. lady. She's fabulous. Oh, She's tiny, but she's super sweet. And then the other one was Fandy Newton. Oh, Lord Voldemort. You know who she is. Like if you saw her. No, I know her. If you saw uh, her. Yeah. Um, Westworld. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Her character in Westworld is like the best character. And uh oh my gosh, what's the chick? The 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 star of Westworld. She has three names. Anyways, her <laughs> she's amazing. She is so good, but Tandy Newton's character, it just mm-hmm. basically made it her show. She's just so powerful and she's smooth and beautiful and such an ass kicker. She's kind of like the British version of you, Lauren. Aww, but she's seen, wait, is she short? Is she a little in? She's smaller than me. Get stop. Stop. Is she really? Yeah. It, do you watch Westworld? No. Okay, so in Westworld. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, I, I won't I won't go into to anything too spoilery, but she has like some fight scenes, like especially like with a sword. Like you. She's not bouncing it on her head, but she's slicing through dudes. And she seems like such a large character. She doesn't seem like a tiny pocket-sized person like you. But then again, then again, you don't seem like a tiny pocket sized person. When I tell people how small you are, they're like, no, that's no. Get out of here. I'm like, no, seriously, I'm sick. I'm just under six foot two. And look at the pictures of Lauren and I. She's the the one where you're in your giant heels. And then when people are like, oh, oh, she is that short. It's shocking because you have this aura about you. You're larger than life. And that face. (laughs) (laughs) I wish everybody could see that. <laughs> but no, I, I love I'm her. I'm not think she's, afraid to make the face. I think she's amazing. She's such a good. Why did you not kidnap her? Because that's just rude. And unless you're going to pay me, I'm not going to do it. We, we we could work something out. <laughs> Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan five dollar tier then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuronerds. So we were talking right before uh, we jumped on air and I was like, Lauren, you are brilliant. We were talking a little bit about, because nobody really cares about DC, honestly. I'm not trying to be a dick about DC, but... Show show me something. You know what I mean? You you have earned this disinterest. You've earned it. Yeah. So show me a little something. Prove to me. I mean, they had like if you think about it from Justice League, the I mean, Ben Affleck is a good actor. Question mark. No, no, he he's great. He's great in movies that he directs. He was incredible in the town. He was so good. So so he's they had his talent. They had Henry Cavill. I mean, come on. Like they had all of that. And again, Man of Steel is arguably one of the best DC movies. It was solid. It was a little bit too dark, like visually a little bit too dark. 
Right. But I mean, like of the DC movies that have been put out, it's probably one of the best. For sure. Yeah. You have all this talent that's in the group. I don't like Cyborg's not really. Yeah. Ray Park, he, but, he was yeah. he was more of a, a theater actor. He did a lot of theater stuff. And then Ezra Miller, really good independent actor. Like he's really good. He surprised me how good his flash was. That is true. It was very Tom Holland, Peter Parker, though. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Well, that's who it, who it is. That's their Tom Holland, you yeah. know? So, I mean, they had talent. It wasn't like the actors were bad, but it was just not well done. They kind of wasted it. It's just trash. Why give Superman something awesome to do and say? He's really good. He's he's visually, he's stunning on, on screen. They have not given him a good arc. They, they just haven't. Well, if what they could do, if DC could get their act together and produce something as good as the cartoon movies. Oh, so good. They're so good. That's, that's, it's written and made by nerds. It's written by the people who love the source material and so and respect the source material and know the lore. That's why Marvel wins, because they're not trying to dumb down some of the stuff. They actually respect where the stuff comes from. And it's funny to an extent. To an extent. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know you have. I know you have plenty, mm-hmm. plenty of issues. But for the most part, I think for the most part, they like respect a lot of the source material. Where it's like, yeah, this is what this is. These main characteristics of these characters are what they are. You know? Okay. Yes. By comparison, definitely. <laughs> In Kevin Feige, we trust. In Kevin Feige, I trust. Okay. I do. In Russo Brothers, we maybe trust. In Russo Brothers, I trust in large-scale movies because they have not disappointed. Winter Soldier was probably the best. Anybody who's like, well, superhero movies are corny. Watch Winter Soldier. That's not a superhero movie. It's a political thriller. It is so good. Absolutely. Just as a movie. Probably one of the best ones. Yeah, just as a movie. Not as a superhero movie. Just as a movie. That is solid. Civil War, solid movie. Not as good, but the fact... But the fact that it was such a Avengers epic. Yeah, I think that was its downfall as it became an ensemble movie instead it of it being a cap movie. But yeah, we no, digress sure. because we have talked about that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I also have one degree of separation from the Russo brothers now, too. Oh, that's right. That that's is right. not my news. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Again, wildly speculate. We're just going to wildly speculate. You know? Yes, exactly. Please leave your uh, your predictions and your speculations. We want to know them. Lauren just got engaged to Paul Rudd. Is that wild speculation? Is that good? Can that, ha- can that that's, happen? That's pretty good. Lauren kidnapped Jeremy Renner. Yeah? Aw, he's a possibility. such a I like him. He's I so know. nice. He's a good actor. I, he, he is. He's a very good actor. I actually really, really like him. I, I enjoyed him in The Hurt Locker. Is that the one that he did? Is that the bomb movie with him? Uh, I think it was Jarhead. Jarhead? No. What's it, Jarhead? One of those. It was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, yeah. He he, he was dope. <laughs> I liked him in Wind River. I think, think it was, and also Elizabeth Olsen was in there too. Oh. oh, that's that's weird to me. She was right before she was with a uh, a Maximoff. She was like dating her brother in Godzilla. It was strange. It's strange. Anyways. <laughs> Because Quicksilver was like her dude in Godzilla, and then immediately it's like, oh, this is my brother, and I have a terrible Russian accent. It's weird. She was Sokovian, not Russian. She had a terrible accent, period. <laughs> well, yes, but if you're going to insult someone, at least be factual and accurate. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like a wild speculation, even what ethnicity she was trying to be. What? <laughs> 
Wait, so, okay, so we're, we we talked enough about DC, which is funny because it was like three sentences and we're done. <laughs> so we were talking right before um, this started about imposter syndrome, right? So we did an entire episode on imposter syndrome. One of my favorites because we all as survivors have suffered from imposter syndrome at some point. Even if you're not a survivor, I'm sure you've had it at some point. Most people do. Lauren gave me, she kicked some knowledge that broke my brain where she said, imposters can't have imposter syndrome or don't have imposter syndrome or don't have imposter syndrome i was like wait what how does it oh because they're imposters they can't Mm -hmm. have it because they're being an imposter that broke Mm -hmm. my head that messed my life up yes because all of us live our lives via the screen now right because skynet is coming (laughs) yes (laughs) you know i was flipping through instagram and i saw that because there had been like an infographic that had been going around talking about Imposter syndrome, which I think is healthy, is that people need to recognize that internal voice or that internal judgment where we feel like we're phonies and stuff. It's just like a momentary experience. It's not reality. It's not truth. And I was like, okay, that's good. Like, especially in these times when people are spending more and more time by themselves or more and more time attached to a screen. And that's where a lot of that judgment of ourselves is via our online presence and social media. I saw, I said, I think that's really healthy. But also then I was like, I saw another one and it was a separate one that says imposters don't have imposter syndrome. And it was like, again, that kind of like, yeah, because imposter syndrome is usually for people who are something I wasn't like, not a professional, but like you're, you are that individual, you are that profession, that title, blah, blah, blah. Like I am not an elephant, but if I was pretending to be an elephant, I wouldn't have imposter syndrome because I know I'm pretending to be an elephant. Right. But if I am an elephant, maybe sometimes I go, I don't think I'm really an elephant. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Because of my stroke, it's hard to get through reading books. But thanks to Audible, I can listen to stroke survivor Kavita Bossi's book, Room 23. Once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. Read Kavita's book with us. That's right. The Neuro Nerds have a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the Neuro Nerds. Boom! let's talk about the elephant in the room so the elephant in the room actually we were talking about uh lord of the rings and then we we were talking about uh Gollum and smeagol which this literally broke my fragile little mind okay so so smeagol he has a split personality with Gollum, so Mm -hmm. he can and can't have imposter syndrome absolutely because he has disassociative identity disorder that's so crazy. That's so crazy. That's that's so that's so crazy. That's so deep and so crazy. It hurts my feeble little brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really true. And if you think about it, usually what I have found is those of us in the brain injured community, our imposter syndrome usually can stem from either, oh no, I didn't really have it that bad, or I yes. don't. Maybe I really don't have a brain injury. Again, usually in the concussion kind of environment like people squad tribe yeah you, you guys kind of get the shit end of the stick you guys do because you guys have a it's it's a major it's a brain it's a brain injury guys 
So a brain injury is a brain injury is a brain injury. But I've spoken to several people and these people are like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I just, I just had a concussion. And I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't do that. It's not just you had a concussion. The reason it tends to be is because one, there's no proof that's very hard to find objective proof for, through testing. You can't really see a concussion. We've had this discussion, guys. The only real way that they can see it is if you have a brain scan pre-injury and a brain scan post so they can see the difference. I don't know that many of us that get brain scans on the regular. I don't. You know, those of us on that end were like, well, are we really part of the community? Do we, did, we, did we really have a brain injury? Do I trust my symptoms? But then you have like, I know like Joe, where the imposter syndrome becomes either I didn't have it that bad. So it's, I'm not really brain injured. And I'm like, bro, you had a stroke and you have a scar on your brain and your, on your head, like, come on. But so, I mean, that strikes everywhere. And one of the slides in this post that I wanted to share was it came up with like five different types of imposter syndrome that have been identified. It's nowhere in an exhaustive list, but it's five different types. And it totally, I felt like we each kind of fall in there. So one is the perfectionist. Oh, that, right? that's a hundred percent you. <laughs> I am not. I, I resent Lauren. that, sir. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and it says um, perfectionists are never satisfied and always feel that their work could be better. Okay, mm. I feel a little red mm. right now. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Rather than focus on their strengths, they tend to fixate on flaws or mistakes. This often leads to a great deal of self-pressure or high amounts of anxiety. The next one is the superhero. Oh, no, this might be Joe. Because these individuals feel inadequate, they feel compelled to push themselves to work as hard as possible. I always feel inadequate. <laughs> it's a weird thing to admit and say out loud. <laughs> Joseph Inadequate Borges. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 you, you knew my nickname growing up. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the expert, which some people in our community can fall into and Joe and I am sure can fall into this as well. It says these individuals are always trying to learn more and are never satisfied with their level of understanding. Even though they are often highly skilled, they underrate their own expertise. Oh yeah. I know right? several of those. You too. You're um, one of those. Yeah. Shut up. I know. Uh, next is the <laughs> natural genius. Hi, how'd they know I was here? Um, these individuals set excessively lofty goals for themselves yes. and then feel crushed when they don't succeed on their first try. Stop it. And last one is the people can't see pointing. that I'm pointing directly at you. The last one is the soloist, Joe. These people tend to be very individualistic and prefer to work alone. Self-worth often stems from their productivity, so they often reject offers of assistance. Oh shit. They tend to <laughs> they tend to see asking for help as a sign of weakness, weakness. or incompetence. Oh, oh my god, that's spot Hi, Joseph. on. Wow. Wow. Wow, they literally like to split that down the middle. That's us. Yeah. So, guys, do you guys feel seen at the moment or personally attacked? Yeah. I feel personally attacked. I also know for a fact, so do you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, here are some tips, guys. I'm going to make sure that uh, I'm going to see if we can get this also posted either on our NeuroNerd stories or on our page. So, this one is tips to overcome imposter syndrome. I know in our other episode, we've talked about this before, but again, there's always if new coping mechanisms and new processing ways is always a good thing. So, one, we've talked about this before, is recognize that feelings aren't facts. Also, guys, that's pertinent in most things going on in this world. Your feelings and emotions are not facts, FYI. 
right? And so this is where you recognize the feelings for what they are, okay? Your feelings are normal, they're valid, you're allowed to have them. Are they factual? Just because you're angry, does that is that anger a fact, right? Like I'm angry at Joe for making stupid comments, right? But yeah, does but... that mean Joe is stupid? Well, yes. No. <laughs> well, yeah, but... So. <laughs> Next one is talk about what's going on, right? So this is usually when we have imposter syndrome, we have a very, I wouldn't say a bad habit, but it might be a bad habit. We all tend to go in silly. And, so we yes. tend to go inside, don't talk about, it, we hold on to it, and then we kind of suffer and it becomes this like, this like really unending cycle of just like, I'm miserable, I'm an imposter, I'm not real, everyone's going to find out I'm fake and I don't know anything, blah, 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 blah. And hello, depression, right? <laughs> Um, so this one says to talk about what's going on. And it says the only surefire way to quiet your inner critic is to talk about what's going on in your mind. While this may sound simple, many people hesitate to share how they feel as they fear feedback they receive might confirm their concerns. However, often when people discuss their experience of feelings like they don't belong, they learn others around them may have felt the same way in the past. Oh, yeah. Hey, misery loves company. So why not share and find out that everybody else is just as miserable as you? Right. We're all miserable. <laughs> Join the club. I get that, though. I, I 100% understand when you don't want to say something to somebody. And it's not only that, well, they're going to tell me that what I'm feeling is real. It's almost also they're going to tell me what I'm feeling isn't real, you know, and that really kind of messes with my head. So like, OK, now I'm an imposter for having it. Like, it's just this weird, crazy cycle. So like you you revert inside of yourself, which is like a horrible thing. We should always be able to, you know, talk about this stuff outward, bounce it off somebody else and see, hey, are the like respect your feelings? You you should feel all these things. But hey, is it just a feeling or is it reality? You know, like it, am I just being emotional or is this coming from something, you know? Well, I would think back on when you're saying something like that, are they going to say that, you know, you're crazy or you didn't experience that? I mean, that was literally my worst fear with my brain injury is someone in a position of, of authority said I didn't, I was lying. Oh my God, I want to punch that guy in the dick so hard. Oh. It was a girl. Oh, punch her in her ovaries. That's what I want to do because it sucks. You don't do that to somebody. And I understand how that affected you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, it's, sorry, I'm angry. Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say pro tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. Yeah, that was my worst fear, guys. And think about it as an imposter. Isn't our worst fear, it, well, not as an imposter, but when we have imposter syndrome, our worst fear is for someone to say, yeah. You are an imposter, right? So I literally had that happen. I had my worst fear confirmed and it was horrific, guys. It was terrifying, but then it was over because then it was like, you know what? I experienced the worst thing I could think of and I didn't die or the world didn't crumble or my, you know, I was like, all right, fine. Now what? What else can you throw at me? I don't think so, right? So it kind of is like you get your worst fear confirmed and you realize literally the world didn't implode. Then you're like, now what? Yes, it's never as bad as you think it is. It's not. It's, it's really not. You know, it's funny. That reminds me of my favorite song ever by Peter Gabriel. It's called The Darkness. And the oh, I song- thought it was The Book of Love. 
<laughs> oh, that's a great song. It's it's about basically your fears. It's your anxiety. It's your stress. It's your depression. It's everything. So he talks about and like it's it's really anxiety giving music. It's like eh. and then like he, he's talking. He's like and and I'm going down to this thing. And this thing's like basically coming to attack you. But then it gets really peaceful and nice. And you're like I'm walking through the undergrowth and you come across this house and you go up and you look inside the house and what is it? You see your fear and your fear is in the fetal position. Your fear is just as afraid as you are of it. And it's just like, I was like, oh my gosh. Mm. So no matter what you're feeling, that feeling is so much worse than it really is. The reality is it's not as bad as you think it is. You turn this molehill into a mountain. That's what you do, right? You're not (laughs) mountain, mountain from a molehill. That's what it is. That's what we do mentally. Cause I do that all the time. And then when you actually Mm -hmm. take a step back and you're like, Hey, oh, I was just feeling this. Right. And it was just a feeling. That's all it was. Well, like they say, what does fear stand for as an acronym? False evidence appearing real. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. So here are a couple tips as well, guys. These are, I, we've talked about these before. I think even some of our guests have talked about this before, where it's like, here's some t- that we can apply to overcoming imposter syndrome. And one is about breaking negative thought patterns. I am guilty of going down in that negative kind of vortex. I, I, I live there. <laughs> He has a permanent address at the moment there. We got to get him to change the neighborhood. So here are some ways, I think, because a lot of us, and even those of us that, even if you're part of our community, but you're like a muggle and you don't have to deal with this in the way that we do as for brain injuries, but this is just great. Like for people who have anxiety, you know, or you're just like, oh, I'm a woman and I exist in this society. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's so it's like, speak kindly to yourself. I know so oh. many people, it, that is some of the hardest thing. One it's thing they so said is hard. buy plants and talk to your plants, like name the plants after you and talk to your plants. And that's another way for affirmations. I haven't named my plants. I I just bought two plants and I brought them Mm -hmm. back from the dead and I feel really, really good about it. But that's, I'm going to name my plants. Yeah. Maybe, maybe name it like prosperity or like joy or something like that. So that way you talk to your plants and they have these affirm, these affirming names. Here's another one. Create a mantra you can repeat to yourself. I'm not a big mantra person, but yeah, like here. that does it for some people. Keep failure in perspective. Again, the what I usually like to do is like it's that very much Ken Jong, like, but did you die? Um, <laughs> you know, that doesn't always work for people. Here's another one is focus on what you've learned. I always think you can learn out of everything. Sometimes the only thing you learn is that you didn't learn anything. No, but even it, OK, some of the biggest lessons that you will learn is through failure. Absolutely. You know, even you being an athlete, how many times did you learn? Wow, I got kicked in the face. I definitely need to block because I don't want to get kicked in the face again. You're assuming I lose at things. That's true. That what? No. <laughs> hey, if somebody kicked you in the face, I'm assuming that they're not able to walk on that leg. That's just my first assumption. But yeah, through failure, like we learn our biggest lessons. Now, the thing is, yeah, you fail. That's great. Well, what are you going to do? You're not an insane person. Don't repeat the same mistakes. You have to learn from your failures and move forward. Don't get stuck in that. Well, I failed. And actually, some of the, the wisest words I've ever received was from, you know, a, a, a gentleman, the only male role model I've ever had in my life, Elise's father. And he said, mm-hmm. you never fail if you continue to try. And I was like, oh, there you go. I love that. So, yeah. So you failed. All right, cool. Dust yourself up. Keep on moving forward. Learn from your failure. Don't fail again. Absolutely. And I think the other thing to consider is like, what do you do in the moment when you have that negative thought come in? Right. Because sometimes they're like insidious. I swear it's going to be part of it's like insidious 12 or something. Right. Like it like creeps in and it has like that jump scare. It's like, ha ha ha. Right. (laughs) 
so one of the things they say is you should ask your negative thought or like, you know, you ask your brain like, and is this really true? Right. So if your negative thought is my best friend hates me, like I have a friend of mine who like literally like that, if I don't answer a text message, if I leave her on red and I don't respond in a certain time, like she starts to spiral and thinks I hate her. I'm mad at her at something. And so we've had conversations where I'm like, girl, you are a lot of person. What in the estrogen is going on here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I literally had to tell her like, look, you're a lot of person. I have to actually mentally prep myself to respond to you because it's not just one response. It's going to be a dialogue. That's great that you're able to do that. And she's able to take that too. Cause some people would take offense to that. That's good. That's a friend on both sides. Yeah. yeah. We've worked on that because it was like, I was like, girl, like now you're making me feel guilty and anxious. And I like, I, I can't. So we have an agreement, but like, that's one thing. So it says here, it's like, is this really true? So like, let's say you have the thought like, oh, my parents are mad at me or people are disappointed or I'm a hoe or, you know, um, I I'm an imposter. Is it actually true, though? Like you tell yourself these stories. Are they true? Right. That's hard for me because the brain will look the brain's going to fuck with you. You know, it's really like it's it's hard to believe yourself sometimes because you'll convince yourself that. Yeah, look, I've done it and I know you've done it. We've both convinced ourselves at a certain point that, well, are we really part of this community? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, are like we're literally in like episode 40 and we're like, hmm, but are we in this community as we continue <laughs> to make episodes? <laughs> like, it, like, is it right? Did I really? It's like, no, yes, we did. We're still doing this stuff, but we still have these questions. And legitimately, both of us believed these things that we were telling ourselves. We both had it like, wait, are we really part of this? Like, absolutely. Am I just pretending? Pretending? Am I just, is it really that bad? Yes, Lauren, your concussion was that bad. Your post concussion syndrome was that bad. You still suffer till this day from your concussion. Okay. Same with me. It was that bad, but we're sneaky. We really are. We're sneaky people. And we convince ourselves, no, it wasn't that bad. You're fine. The doctors didn't really know what they were doing. Yep. <laughs> Medical science. What is that What's anyway? That? if you enjoy listening to this podcast please consider leaving us a five-star review on the apple podcast app your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you find us by searching for the neuro nerds on the apple podcast app today that's again where it's a thought pattern so like again those thoughts usually when we're feeling it i don't know about you guys it usually it doesn't come once it's Bing, 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 bing. And so it kind of, you, cause you can, you can battle it. Like you can ignore it if it's a random thought, random thought. You're like, boom, shields are up, phasers, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. But then when you start getting like multiple attacks and you can't keep blocking with your, your shields and one will get through, you're going to get shot like Kylo Ren did by, by Chewie. And then in the first, uh, in the Force Awakens, right? And then you're going to get another one and you're another one. And then you're like, oh no, I am shot and now I'm dead. And Ray can't bring me back to life. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't know liter- why, it's, why I went to Star Wars. It's it's uh, literally, it's death by a thousand cuts, you know? it's if you, if you get hit once, cool, I took that impact, I'm healing, I'm ready to go. But it's just nonstop poking. It's just not, it's all day, it's every day sometimes. It's a lot. You know what? I'm mad at our brains. Our brains are powerful and they can use its power for good or for not good. Yeah, so we're in a fight can... brain. <laughs> but that's why you got to interrupt it. So like if you notice a negative thought pattern that you're like, mm, like you might believe it, you might not, but you might need to take a moment and just be like, 
okay, is this real? One of the things they recommend is like to keep a list maybe on your phone or by your bed. That's a list of accomplishments where it has to do with anywhere you feel with a or symptoms or something where it has to do with your imposter syndrome. So that way you can always confirm and be like, okay, no, I did graduate from college. I did get a certification. I have had this many years of experience in this position or, you know, like, no, I did lose my ability to have, to think certain words and I didn't have balance issues. And I, you know, when I have anxiety, like that's how you can help show proof to your brain and be like, no bitch. Go right. Away. Right. Uh, almost all of us with brain injuries, we went to the hospital. That did not happen. You know what I mean? Like that happened for almost all of us. Those are legitimate things. If somebody told you, if a professional said, Hey, you had this brain injury, you had a brain injury. That's, that's yeah. it. Like there's no arguing against that. There's no, yeah, but no, it's not like Dr. Nick from the Simpsons. <laughs> it's not like, Hey, everybody. It's not that like th- these are Hi, legitimate Dr. doctors. <laughs> Trust the medical professionals, guys. They went to school and paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be able to tell you that, Hey, you, you had a brain injury. And then if you have the ability to see a neurologist, that's someone who specializes in the brain. Oh, and those guys are so awkward, but they're really good. And honestly, uh, I love Googling and researching and using reputable sources. However, I don't have a degree from Google, guys. So I would actually trust someone who went to medical school to study the brain because we don't have access to that technology to see our own brains. So do your research, do your own education, read case studies, use reputable resources, guys, edu.gov.org, but really find a professional if a professional diagnosed you, you're probably you probably had a brain injury. <laughs> right. Definitely don't be a headline follower. You know what I mean? Don't be. Mm. An ed- I, I'm educated because I read headlines. No, 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 no. Do your research. Read the entire thing top to mm-hmm. bottom and then find something to corroborate that. That's how I try to find Co-wobble. information. Cowboy. Yeah. Did I sound like a Barbara Walters right there? It's very cute. I thought you were five. <laughs> well, you know, I, I fancy myself more 13, but I appreciate that. So, yeah, you definitely need to do your own research in anything and everything. So many people like I talk to like, oh, did you read about this? And it's just the headline. I'm like, yeah, well, give me a little bit more information. Oh, well, no, I just read that. It's like, cool. That could literally be nothing. It could be nothing. It could, it's it's literally it gets you to click it. And, and that, that that's it. When you click it, you're supposed to read the story. That's just something that we all should do. <laughs> but regardless, guys. Remember, with imposter syndrome, we are trying to break those negative thought patterns to break the imposter syndrome episode, okay? Just because you had it for once doesn't mean it's something that lasts. It isn't. The, I feel like those are more episodic than they are like permanent. Right. It shouldn't be a steady. It's, it's, it's like the seasons, you know, it's, but it shouldn't last a season. It should just be like little patches here and there. Don't let it turn into a season, you know, seek out help. If you hey. are an anime fan guys. It is the beach party episode. It's the hot spring episode. It's that one-off fluff filler episode. Okay. Yeah. That. You have no idea what that means. It's okay. At if you're all. an anime person, you know what that is. <laughs> And you can always reach out to the neuro nerds. You know, we're always here to help. Mm-hmm. I, say it, I say it all the time. I mean it I'm all the time. I'm actually nice, guys. I promise. She, she is. Lauren Elmanzano is a nice person. <laughs> Did that sound convincing? No, you really are. You're really like one of the sweetest people ever. You just, your, your words, your resting bitch face is like insane. It's like, yeah, that's one of your superpowers. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it keeps really guys is. away. 
it really does. It keeps any human being. It would keep animals away. You know what animals I mean? Love me. Like, like a bear could be charging. You could hit him with a resting bitch face and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna head back to the forest, try to get another picnic basket. <laughs> So, as always, the Neuro Nerds, we are always here to help. You can definitely reach out to us. I appreciate it because it saves me the trouble of being a creeper and reaching out to you. Yes. <laughs> you can reach out to Lauren at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Joso Rocks everywhere. You can reach out to us, the Neuro Nerds, everywhere. This has been an awesome follow-up to our initial imposter syndrome episode it's a lot of Mm -hmm. really good information out there it's always good to stay current with this because to be honest imposter syndrome it just doesn't go away it goes away yes it always comes back it came back to me what a couple of weeks ago where i was like wait what oh but i did the things that lauren was saying like i talked to myself i like figured out well is this real it's just a feeling you look at like some of the list of accomplishments talk to the people that like you've connected with over the years for me Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's it was it was good it was good i feel i feel i feel non-imposterish Yay. You're <laughs> also, a real boy. You're a I, feel, boy. I feel like a real boy. <laughs> and also, so we'll be talking about, I'll be talking about the the, the DC fandom experience. Mm-hmm. I'll let you guys know how it is so you guys don't have to watch it because I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a dumpster fire. But I, I still hold hope. I hold hope, Lauren. You have the hope for us, okay? I do. I do. I do. I do. And on that vaguely sarcastic note... <laughs> Because we both know it's going to be god-awful. <laughs> These non-imposter neuro nerds are out. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.